0: Today is Wednesday, January 2nd, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, this is the first Radio Wave of the new year, 2013. And a friend of Medjugorje has um, a very serious thing to speak about with us tonight with our Lady's message that we received uh, earlier this morning through Mariana on the day of prayer for nonbelievers. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer As we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje.
1: We're used to the 25th message coming to us for years, since January 25th, 1987. And of course, at the beginning of January, our lady said she'd no longer give weekly messages, except on the 25th. We went on for years, and even decades, and then our lady restarted, with Mariana from interlocutions to multi-messages for the second of the month. One time speaking to her personally, she said before these apparitions started back on the second, or it started on the second, she was given special prayers to pray. Ask her if they're part of the secret. She says no. Ask her if she could give me these prayers. She said no. They're for the time being they're secret. But there's some kind of circular prayers, not the rosary. But this is one of grace for many non-believers. I wrote about it in Mariana, Mystery Revealed. Visca has the same things, and she prayed these prayers, whatever they are, together with Our Lady, Visca the same, But from what we understand, there's going to be some kind of wave, some kind of grace that will let these non-believers, people who don't know the love of God, as Our Lady explains it, for those who don't believe, she never calls them atheists, she never calls them non-believers. She says of them, they are not people who do not know the love of God. Can you imagine being raised in a family from a baby? To a toddler, to a young child, to teenagers, to your adulthood, and never experience the love of God? It's necessary for belief because God is called the Father. And if you've got a dysfunctional family, a dysfunctional culture, a surrounding and an environment that you're raised in that you've grown only in harshness and meanness or anger or give me a greed or live for self, it further blocks the ability for God to reach you. How tragic. How sad for so many people. And that's our lady says these poor sinners, what awaits them? Perhaps they had the grace somewhere along the line. But our culture, our society is breeding non belief. And it prevails in the culture, so much it starts attacking us as Christians, because normalization of sin, what was abnormal and abnormality becomes normalized, and anything normalized in the culture affects those who are trying to live virtue. The proverbial saying, "One rotten apple destroys a whole bunch." means that there's very good apples, 25 or 30, whatever it may be in a bushel. But one of them is rotten. And as a whole, if they're fresh and they're new, they stay preserved for a while. At least it's time to consume them. But when you pick it and you put one apple in there, that rot goes to the next and the next and to the next. And that's why one non-believer One person in a classroom who doesn't know the love of God can bring down the whole class in virtue. Often cringe is saying, well, we need the Christians in public schools. We need the Christians over here. The early Christians separated from this so that they wouldn't be rottened. This is a time of separation. Do you not read the scriptures, what Jesus says? My peace is not man's peace. My peace comes with a sword. It divides father against son, mother against daughter, family members against each other. To congregate, like the early church did, to be with each other, that you can share in a life of love and joy, of knowing the cross, the suffering, the blessings that come through these things, that people are willing to walk away a way of life, a way of faith, that through this way of faith they'll be able to be with each other, strengthen each other instead of pulling each other down. And so it is we've come to busing. Our school kids, for what seems like are we're sold on legitimate reasons. We can't put ourselves in a position because we're not being diversity. The God of diversity, which is very satanic. We need to be a light to the culture, yes. We need to be an example to the culture, yes. And we need to witness to the culture, yes. But when the historians wrote about that 2,000 years ago, and it was recorded, secular historians, you know what they said? You know what was wrote and what was recorded? See how they love one another. He was observing them together, not mixing individuals through the culture and being part of the culture and infected by it. He peered into their communities, the way of life together. See how they love one another. You have to be able to hear that statement or read that statement and think, how could he see that except he observed that? And his mother Teresa went to the streets and picked out the dying out of the gutter. See how she loves those who are not with her. She was in community. She had purpose in her life. She had reason to be in an order. The early Christians had reason to be in community. Because they knew longer, or rather they knew they could no longer live paganism and they know they couldn't hold up and keep their strength amidst the pagans on a daily basis. And so we have the Thessalonians, the Corinthians, the early church, the house churches, those who congregated together—a cult, the cult of Peter and Paul. They celebrate every year in Vatican, St. Peter's. It's good. People want to make that a nasty thing now. But it's good to have a purpose in life, a richness in a way of life. And when my bishop, the third bishop, we've been in the four bishops, asked me to write down a rule. I wrote it and we titled it A Way of Life in a New Time. Contemplate that. We are called to be the light and the salt of the earth. I can't do that as an individual, going about my individual, independent way and try to live the messages without other people who want to do the same thing and live the messages. See how they love one another. We congregated into community, and our lady asked for a community to be established here. She founded it, she's a foundress. I'm not. I just followed her directions. Something profound. That's never been done in the Medjugorje world of all the messages. She asked for that to be established here. A profound thing. And a profound responsibility to love one another. And our witness is what people see as a window. Not as a bunch of independents who go out our own happy way doing what we want to do without consideration of the other. And so it is. Many people feel called to go into community. They find the first shot is a lot about that. So how do we get from here to there? To the messages? So when we wrote the rule or when I went out and penned it, I didn't want to write it because I didn't want to live by rule. I want to live by a way of life. So we have obedience to the bishop when he requested it a way of life in a new time our lady came today to shed more light on that way of life that she calls you to be
2: our lady queen of peace of medjugorje's january 2nd 2013 message given to mariana on the day for non-believers dear children With much love and patience, I strive to make your hearts like unto mine. I strive, by my example, to teach you humility, wisdom, and love, because I need you. I cannot do without you, my children. According to God's will, I am choosing you. By His strength, I am strengthening you. Therefore, my children... Do not be afraid to open your hearts to me. I will give them to my son, and in return he will give you the gift of divine peace. You will carry it to all those whom you meet. You will witness God's love with your life, and you will give the gift of my son through yourselves. Through reconciliation, fasting, and prayer, I will lead you immeasurable is my love do not be afraid my children pray for the shepherds may your lips be shut to every judgment because do not forget that my son has chosen them and only he has the right to judge thank you
1: you will carry it to all those whom you meet you will witness God's love with your life and you will give the gift of my son through yourselves. Does that sound like we to be isolated? Locked in community? We deal on a daily basis with people outside the community. And continually come in contact with people outside the community. It doesn't mean that we're not to be witnessing to other, size, other souls outside of that. We are. But they come here. They're attracted to us wherever we go. We can be out. We're in the Ronald Reagan Library in California in, in uh, June or so, beginning of June, I think it was. Our, cho- our youth of the community, there's 13 and 14 of us. And people would say something to us. They would see that our youth were different, they stood out. We were in community, even though we're in public. Even Michael Reagan, Ronald Reagan's son, comes up to us and says, y'all must be from a Catholic school. Y'all must be Catholic cowboys. Everybody had, all the girls had cowboy boots on. We spent 20 minutes with him. But your witness shines. Your witness will be light. And it's through community. It's through coming into community. So it's not talking about isolation. It's talking about protection, protective isolation. Isolation of those not coming into the community who are in darkness. Those who want to bring darkness in the community. Or those who want to bring the ways of the world in the community. Your way of life is to preserve, to live holy, and do what little infant Jesus said. On Christmas Day, in the shocking apparition that shook everybody there, many crying, shake, shake, Maria was shaken. Shocked, surprised, amazed that the little infant said, I am your peace, live my commandments with the full authority of God himself. And that was was the most amazing part of that message. The authority and the tone of which it was spoken in. How do we go there? How do we have these things? We have... Our Lady speaking to us in such a special way that it's become normal that we have a break in the routine and for the first time ever, Maria hears the voice of Jesus Himself, but out of a little boy. And I've read already, some people say, oh, this is a positive thing. This is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Is it a positive thing? No, there's a break after our lady's 31 years of calling us to follow and accept her son and we'll accept peace. She said, you have no future without Jesus, without my son. Let your life be real. Let your life be true before God. Live the commandments. And so we have this breaking of things with Maria described as something new. We'll have to see what happens. But I can tell you, this is not a positive thing that the infant Christ speaks to us. I am your peace. Live my commandments. It would be a very positive thing and a good checkup and an A+. If it says, Thank you, uh, you've, accepted me, my, you've accepted me as peace. Thank you for living my commandments. But when the infant child has to say, I am your peace, not your car, not your house, not your career, not your job, not your spouse, not your children, not your vice, not your goals and your dreams. I will bring you peace. You've not accepted that. How do you get that? Why don't you have that? You're seeking it, you don't get it. A lady told Yelena, you, you seek for satisfaction in all the wrong places and you don't want to accept Jesus, the true peace. How do you get it? It's simple. The solution is there in Jesus' message as a child with full authority in three words. Three small words. Live my commandments. There's people that's told me of spiritual experiences they've had and given spiritual direction. They've come and asked me about this or that. And I know they're real and can discern their realness and when they say what was said. Sometimes it's one word. Sometimes it's two words. Sometimes it's three words. God can communicate the whole meaning of a book behind three words. God can communicate in three words the whole solution for our nation's problems financially, divorce, family, the non-believers, the crime, the situation, the future our schooling, everything and every aspect of it by three words. Live my commandments. This is God's way. All these lengthy things that people often sit there and complicate and make difficult and high-five theology. Look at our latest messages. They're so simple. You say, well, they're more than three words. No, I'm talking about when God's really saying something to you when you're looking for the solution. But Our Lady's coming trying to give us a new mentality. We've allowed so many words compared to Her words into our way on a daily basis, on a a by-second basis, from texting to talking to, to never shutting up, never letting God have hearsay. She's coming to counter that. And she's coming as a teacher. She's coming to give us this message today Which you can say is lengthy to make us understand the solution is live my commandments, so that when we see that and read that, that's it. So she's counseling out with her words, and I say counsel like if you counsel somebody to help them, and also cancellation like you're canceling a check or something. She's counseling and counseling with her words and washing our mentalities, so that we can hear God when He speaks. And often people have gotten a word or two words. I've experienced that. There's thunder, it's lightning, and it's so quiet and it's a whisper, but profound. It shakes you inwardly. Our lady says when God comes to speak to man, it's not for a joke. We must take everything that's going on seriously. with the fullness of seriousness. That we can know when God wants to be worshipped. And how we're to follow Him. Our lady said, on the 25th, give the gift of your life. Or rather, this is actually to Yaakov on the 25th. Give the gift of your life. Me do an evaluation. What is your life about? What do you do in your go in and comings? What does it say to others? Will someone be able to write to you that you loved one another and I knew you were a Christian? Does your soul bless the Lord? Does your life give the gift of Jesus to others through yourself, as our lady said in the January 2nd message today? And on that day when you're fading and the end draws near, will your soul sing the Lord's praises? Will your life be a gift you can give to Jesus? What will it mean?
3: It's a new day, darling, it's time to sing your song. His soul I your holy name, Lord, I worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy
1: name. Does your life give that gift and witness that you worship him?
4: man waited. History divided. He lived his life quietly under the protection of his mother and father. He was destined to be the rise and fall of many. So sweet was the peace that was in his family that he would long for its love when later he was immersed in the cup of hatred. The Christmas celebration has not ended. In Europe, the Feast of the Three Kings is celebrated in January, and Nativities remain well into the month. Why does the celebration not continue? With the birth of Jesus came a second morning, a third beautiful morning for all the earth. All creation was blessed. Holiness walked the earth. The little infant in the arms of his mother was the center of history. O Mary! Tell us what it was like. O little Jesus, come into our family. Bring us your peace. Touch our hearts. Fill them with your love. O infant Jesus, we wish you into every family. The birth of Jesus encourages us to live a profound spiritual life in simplicity, so that in prayer we can build up a new world of peace through the family. Today is the time, unlike any in history, Purify your hearts and your homes. Discard every obstacle to holiness that's in your home. Surround yourself with reminders of God. Lead your family to holiness through prayer and by changing your surroundings. Come to the Resting Place. It is our desire for you to begin to experience profound peace. A peace that the world cannot give. The Resting Place at Caritas of Birmingham. Closed 10 to 11 for prayer. And you're
0: invited. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. It is a fact that since 1981, um, six people have seen the Virgin Mary, three of those who today see her on a daily basis. And it's a fact that certain people or certain of those visionaries have been given aspects of Our Lady's life, um, particularly Visca, who has that in a written form. But Our Lady said something in today's message that I, I was actually was one of the first things that popped out, and I was thinking I, this was something I wanted to ask for sure. But Our Lady said in the message, I strive by my example to teach you humility, wisdom, and love because I need you. Well, I don't see Our Lady... So when Our Lady says, by my example, what example is she referring to? I don't see her. Uh, she's, is she walking amongst us, giving us some example that that we don't know about? Or uh, for her to say, I strive by my example, shows that she's actively, physically doing something that we should be able to see, or at least maybe it has the appearance of that. So maybe you can give some clarification about that sentence, because in, in the truth of the words, you could say, well, that's not true. But is there something more to this that we simply don't understand? Yes, there's a lot we don't
1: understand. But at the same time, we have to realize, and we know, for us who believe and are devoted to Our Lady, that it's not just words. That there is actions of hers that she comes and helps. She says, call me immediately when you need me, and I'll, I'll come immediately, rather. And so, Our lady's living, she's been given a new efficacy, a a power she's never had on the earth before, to act. The amounting and storing up of prayers every day in all these millions of rosaries, billions of Hail Marys perhaps per day being said now, at her instigation, gives her the authority of Jesus to come and do things on the earth and take actions, to bring people to conversion. And everybody that's gone through a conversion experience, especially a radical conversion experience, knows that she was active in that. Our Lady literally is walking the earth in her ministry, what Jesus did in three years, for what we have with the Israelites It took 40 years to take a hardened people and make them back God's people. Hardened of heart, stone, and yes, we have our example by our life. We know that she's been quiet for 2,000 years, although we have had apparitions through Fatima and other things, St. Dominic and all these things that's come up through the past. But she is wisdom. The book of wisdom shows who that's about. So there's ability for a lady to communicate to us through various ways, as she said, that she really walks the earth today. She says, my eyes watch your very steps. She relays that. She literally is our mother. And if there's anything this world needs today, is a mother. And it's her example of how she treats the father of the home, which is heaven, how the father of the husband should be treated in the home of of the earthy relationship. And through that means and that love of exchange, non-believers won't exist. Because they learn to love God the Father, the way the wife relates to the husband, the children to the, to the wife, to the husband, the husband to the father, God the Father. And so our ladies teach us many things, and there is power in that. Power in the fact that it's just not words, that these things mean something. So when she says, I strive by my example to teach you humility, wisdom, and love, because I need you. We know she's the greatest being in heaven, above all the angels, all the saints, everybody that's in heaven at this moment, all together. Add in Saint Joseph, Saint Michael, the Archangel, Raphael, all of them. You put all of them together. None of them equal before the eyes of God the Holy Virgin Mary. And she tells you today, I need you. If that don't scare you, it should. Am I speaking about when our lady says be not afraid? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fear of the Lord, the fear of God which we've lost as a culture. We think there's no consequences to our sin. Our lady just told us last month, November 25th, I protect you from the rearing of sin. We are due. It is coming due. The, the, the banknote is over. The tally of our sins has bankrupt us. And because we're bankrupt, we've got rearing nation headed our way. And yet, it's her, in her humility, her power before God, that restrains His hand and says, "I want to protect you, or rather, I protect you, not want." She's got it. She says, "I protect you from the ruin of sin, but you must open yourselves to the way of conversion and holiness if you want that protection. Otherwise, you won't get it." And so it is. I said in the beginning, which I got off on a tangent about community. I didn't plan that. I didn't design that. And when the first song came on, I said, okay, I'll cut the Bible. And I've just talked about all about community, about how we have to separate, how to be apart from that, not be mashed up with the non-believers. And some people may object to that because they think, well, we need Christians in the culture. No, we need Christians living in a culture themselves that as a culture they can witness to the culture and society outside of that. And you know what I open up to? This is where the Holy Spirit, this this answers your question. Our Lady wants to teach you. The Holy Spirit is active. If you believe in it, your vessel can be open to it. And you do this with faith. This happens. St. Francis started his whole ministry by cutting the Bible. I've seen priests and other people say, oh, you can't do that. You can't? Go tell St. Francis that. That's what he did. And when he got serious and he cut the Bible and says, go and sell everything, Look how the birds, the, the birds are fed by the Heavenly Father. Look how the, the flowers of the field are arrayed more beautiful than Solomon. Solomon, Solomon. So if, if that's the case, then we can't do that. We can't rely on the Holy Spirit. This is what I opened up to the temple of the living God. Do not be mismated with unbelievers. Is that not what we just talked about for the first 10 minutes of this show? What does the Scriptures mean? Do not be mismated with unbelievers. It goes on and says, For what partnership have righteousness and iniquity? Soil and vinegar. How are you going to coexist with them constantly without becoming the same? It's mismated to be righteous and iniquity. It goes on and says, Oh, what fellowship has light with darkness? You want confirmation of what you heard if you're questioning that? What fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with the Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God said, I will live in them and move among them. This is the question you just asked. Our Lady is literally moving among us. She walks the earth. This is her time. She's there. She's here. She's present everywhere. If you want her. I will live in them and move among them, and I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from them. Out from where? Them, the darkness, the paganism, the culture. Therefore, come out from them and be separate from them, says the Lord. Wow. You want confirmation? You heard it. Straight from the Holy Spirit. Not my words, the Bible. Who picked it? The Holy Spirit. Be separate from them, and says, says the Lord, and touch nothing unclean. Then I will welcome you and I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and my daughters, says the Lord Almighty. He spoke tonight. He speaks to you. We have the infant Jesus. Amidst the Christmas season that everybody's already forgotten. The paganism. The day after, even the Christian radio stations are not, their iniquity and at the same time supposed to be the righteous. How does that work? When they follow the secularism, They follow the sadness of aborting the Christ child the day after Christmas. On most Christian stations, you will not hear Christmas music. Amazing. Consumerism. They follow that pattern. The stores don't want Christmas the 26th. They want spring sales. They want Valentine's. They move immediately to that. Not not a week later. Immediately. And we follow that. Therefore, Jesus speaks with authority, in a very strong tone of authority, and we can keep, we can sleep safe knowing this. Jesus calls us, and He called us this Christmas, two thousand and twelve, a little voice telling us, "I am your peace. Live my commandments." It's all in Christmas time. Christmas
5: trees and window panes shimmering where tinsel hangs, and the butter light of candlesticks chases snowflakes off the bricks. The postman is shivering with packages he's delivering. Ribbons pull and try to hide. The wishes waiting. City are the prettiest I've ever seen, and the world is so. See? Yeah.
6: afraid to say just to speak it would mean certain death revolution the brave men in 1776 knew very well the cost of freedom do we know it today while we allow ourselves to be managed by a surrogate system of government are we willing to do what they did they fired the first shot 2012 by a friend of Medjugorje a book that has helped thousands in a few short weeks make the decision to throw off the chains of tyranny and find freedom. They fired the first shot 2012, available from Amazon.com or on Medge.com, spelled M-E-J.com or call us in the U.S., 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000. They Fired the First Shot 2012.
0: You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Listening to uh, this <clears throat> spot here about They Fired the First Shot 2012 is, um, reminds me of, of uh, some feedbacks that we've been receiving lately, uh, particularly about the book and uh, one of those which was published uh, in the writing today, where someone uh, wrote in and they said that they believe, or they didn't say they believe, they said, Our Lady wants us to spread this book. And that's pretty powerful words because these are people who are praying, people who are are seeking the will of God, like Our Lady said in today's message, just seeking according to God's will. And it's amazing to see that people who have been praying for so long for some solution Have found this here, have found it in the writing. They fired the first shot, 2012. Now we didn't plan to really say anything about the book throughout the course of the show. There's a lot of topics to discuss, but as we come into 2013, this is a book that is a must-read if you've not read this book. If you have read it already, uh, it's it's it would be a perfect time to restart your your new year and understanding the path that we're on and the direction that the nation is headed. And so, as we begin this new year, make it your resolution to spread this book. Uh, there, there is nothing out there that is a solid solution from heaven like what this book is. There are a lot of people talking about different solutions, talking about a lot of different things that they think are going to work, and uh, there's a lot of opinions about a lot of things. And nothing is a real solution because none of these are inspired from God. They fired the first shot. 2012 is directly from Our Lady, and for those of you that have read that the book, you know that, and you know, as particularly as you get near the end of the book, uh, it becomes more and more revealed through some of the things that Our Lady said in her messages to make it even more clear. So again, uh, make that your resolution this year to spread this book uh, to everyone you know, uh, far and wide. But uh, in the in the course of uh, reading Our Lady's messages, um, particularly today for the for the show. I was reminded of a of a time when we were across the street at our St. Joseph's shop. We were building our carpenter shop, and we were praying our morning prayer. We were kneeling in the footers, which were still there. It was the, the building had not been built yet. And uh, we, had, we're, we had a St. Joseph's shop in a smaller area, and we were building a larger carpenter shop. And we were praying our morning prayer, and we opened up to a message, and it was one of the prayer group messages. And Our Lady said, uh, I invite you to pray for peace. Immediately after that, a friend of Medjugorje stands up and says, Everyone today, be conscious of, be pr- of praying for peace. Because when Our Lady says this, it means that there's not going to be peace. So, we went about our day. May um, I say our day? So, we began our work. Uh, and about 30 minutes later, a friend of mine comes driving back down in the truck and he says, you're not going to believe what happened. Somebody hijacked an airplane and crashed it into the World Trade Center. And then they hijacked another airplane and they crashed it into the other World Trade Center. And then they hijacked another one and crashed into the Pentagon. I remember the details of this because I distinctly remember him standing up and saying, to make sure you pray for peace because there's not going to be peace. And the reason why I bring this story up is because Our Lady, today's message, spoke about divine peace. December 25th, Jesus says, I am your peace. Our Lady's last second of the Must message, she speaks about peace. Uh, is, there, is Our Lady giving us some indications about things that, that um, we don't know about?
1: Well, I address this real strongly today in the writing and the comment. And, of course, our schedule is that we up just after 3 o'clock or so, waiting for the message to come in at 3 a.m., came in. And whatever I feel I need to write, I write, and I don't talk about the same things and the subjects on the evening show this evening. And what I'd like to do is point everybody to that writing, because it does talk about that we're headed for some big problems in 2013 part of why Our Lady came. All future events will will be centered from Medjugorje and related to the presence of Our Lady upon the earth. And so when you understand that principle of her comings and what that means, that all future, future events will be tied to Medjugorje, then you'll understand what's happening in this country because all future events will have some effect through and from the United States in many ways, even if it's someplace else because we have effect for it. It's why the Holy Father at the beginning of 2012 called upon America to lead the evangelization to the world. And why in April, which is in They Friday, the first shot, the pronuncio reiterated that that the Holy Father is calling the United States of America to be the ones that be on the forefront for the evangelization of the world. We've got the means to do it. We're very missionary in our efforts. We're very... Uh, Strong in our in our military efforts to really be peacekeepers, whether you politically agree with certain things or not, we don't conquest people, we don't make provinces of them. we don't colonize them we've been We've got a history of being attacked while our dead are laying on the field. we're rebuilding we a nation just like we did in Japan and Germany and help them. And so, yes it's very clear that Our Lady is pointing to something about peace. And I wrote today, watch out after the inauguration. I won't go any further than that because I don't want to waste our air time that we have in Limited. But what I would like to do is say that there's people out there that are giving their lives to keep peace. And where are they tonight? You know, what shines for them? I mean, people really go in the military to give their life. They're willing to die. Our Lady says... Give the gift of your life. Forget about the political decisions. Read some of the stories and look what happened while you're sleeping of those soldiers and what they did with the children there in Iraq and, and what they brought in goodness. Don't negate that God doesn't have some value, even if something's evil, that he draws good from it. And so we need to remember those who are helping to ring freedom's bells in other places, not to spread the democracy. That's a lie. We're to spread freedom. And we need to wait on freedom's bell. And that's what Christmas is about. It's really a Christmas wish. And so for all those people who are out there, away from family, who are missionaries, who are in the military, who do these things, who are out there to try to keep the peace, don't take it for granted. And don't scorn them Think about the sacrifice, because if anything, they're giving their life as a gift that you and I can be doing what we're doing today.
7: There is a star that shines tonight for all the world to see. So far away my lover is, please bring him home to me. The world is weary and unrest has settled on us all Tonight my Christmas wish will be for all to heed the call Peace on earth and in our hearts Let love ring out Ring near and far And lift the weary and the weak Keep you near this Christmas Eve There is a star that shines tonight Once the angel did appear to say be not afraid That the angel's watching over you Is the prayer that I will pray And as we gather round the tree and sing those Christmas songs We'll hear your voice above the fray until you're safely home Peace on earth and in our hearts Let love ring out, ring near and far And the weak keep you near This Christmas Eve there is a star That shines for you and me bells to ring throughout the world the Christmas wish remains the same of every boy and girl that when that glorious sun does rise and melt away the freeze that you'll be home this time to stay and waiting by the tree peace on earth and in all This Christmas Eve, there is a star. Oh, there is a star that shines for you and me.
0: And for all of you, those of you who are not missionaries in the field, uh, or serving out in the field there is a way that you can serve our lady and that is by helping to support those who are doing the missionary work and those who are providing the materials for those that they are helping if this mission has helped you this year and spiritually benefited you, uh, consider, again, uh, supporting the work that feeds people throughout the world. And so, again, make that part of your New Year's resolution to help support the work, which is supporting souls all over the world. You can do that, of course, on Medjugorje.com, or you can do that by contacting Caritas at two zero five six seven two two thousand. And, again, uh, those of you who are committed to that support, we thank you for that and ask you to please continue that in the coming year.
1: One final point that needs to be addressed with the message today, something profound a lady did, that so profound that I actually called had Gordon called back to make sure this was translated right, that maybe something wasn't missed. And a lady says, I strive by my example to teach you humility, wisdom, and love, because I need you. I cannot do without you, my children. That statement, I cannot do without you, my children, I thought maybe they left out it which would be, I cannot do it without you, my children. Actually, it was questioned in Medjugorje when the message came. Was it supposed to be, I cannot do it without you, my children? And it was clearly not the case. Our Lady says, I cannot do without you, my children. This is something that should put, again, the fear of God in us. That Our Lady longs for us so much, if she isn't getting the numbers that populate heaven, or at least purgatory, for sinners to change, what need has she come to us, to the earth anymore? And it's been said by Maria Vitorta that had Mary not been given the grace that she would come in the future, that was written in the 40s, that Jesus, her son, did not want her, his mother, to suffer when he lost Judas that he'll fill this wound of a friend forever, that he couldn't do this to his mother, and that he would give her a time in the future, which is 1981 till now, to save the children, the little children. I cannot do without you, my children, is a profound statement, something to meditate on, something to be thoughtful about, to be contemplating, of who's striving her every moment struggling against evil and the darkness to bring many to the light that they can surround her like flowers around her throne. And so it is, this brings us to what happened in Connecticut in wishing those people Christmas because they're asking themselves, where are you Christmas? How can you not? For these parents in Connecticut who lost Christmas this year, Those there in Connecticut who lost their loved ones, where is Christmas? For you there, I say, you cannot find it in your heart where there is not love. The only way you can get that Christmas, despite the wounds you can feel, is that you can feel the Christmas joy in the midst of your sorrows if you fill your heart with love.
5: With love.
1: Mm-hmm. For the children. We wish you Our lady. We love you. Good night.